Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And we've got some really exciting things to talk about this week. Venus is about to enter Pisces. Mercury is in Taurus, uh, about to be in Taurus. I feel like those are two big popular things to talk about at this time. But before we get into it, let's recap what on earth happened last week. Well, there was a new moon in Aries. Fun fact, Kara and I are actually recording this on the new moon in Aries. That is the day we sat down to record this episode and we are tired. (laughs) Kara, how do you feel? Yeah, pretty tired. It's very common to feel kind of like tired and low energy when the new moon is happening. So if you were feeling kind of low energy, you know, last week a little bit, that's probably why. Yeah, I know for many people, though, the new moon in Aries was a time of spontaneity. It was a time of passion. It was a time of getting some activity in, taking the lead. But now that that is done... And we're moving forward. We definitely have a big shift in regards to the energy that is at play here. But before we break down, you know, the two wonderful things that are going to be happening this week, this is, again, your regular reminder Notice that I said regular because I'm going to remind you every week that podcast ratings are new to Spotify and they are very helpful for us to know if you like each episode or not. So if you're listening and you feel inclined to give us feedback, there is a feature where you can leave us a little rating. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts too, you can always leave a review if you choose to do so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about Venus in Pisces. Venus, the lovely planet of all things love, enters the sign of Pisces on April 5th at 11.18 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, your reminder, I got my time, date, and location information from astroseek.com. If you disagree with that, don't shoot the messenger. Astroseek.com, April 5th, 11, 18 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is East Coast, USA, New York, Miami, that whole coast. Venus enters Pisces. Glad we got that taken care of. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> When Venus enters Pisces, we see a, a pretty big shift in terms of our our love life. I think it's always so interesting 
knowing that Venus in Pisces happens after Venus in Aquarius when previously what we've been feeling romantically has been a little bit more focused on the friendships, a little bit more aloof, taking some more space to be independent and maybe not fully romancy, you know, like think about the the movie type of love. But then when Venus enters Pisces, we we dive into that movie screen and now we're living in a dream and we're living and laughing and loving because love is in the air with Venus and Pisces. This is all about romanticizing pretty much your whole life, romanticizing relationships. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and just falling in love with with love when Venus is in Pisces. Yeah, it's interesting that you did point out how different this is than when Venus was in Aquarius, but Venus really likes being in Pisces, so this is a good time. And if you listened last week, then you know that, or even the week before, then you know that Aries season is kind of the start of the astrological new year, and we're kind of like, you know, rechecking in with our goals, and then just having Venus in Pisces here is really supporting us in... I don't know, dreaming big and figuring out what we want in terms of like, I don't know, like the big picture, like overall, like life purpose, life mission type of vibes. And like I said, very on brand because Pisces is a very imaginative and dreamy type of energy. It likes the fantasy. So don't be afraid to dream big and to like get lost in those dreams for like the time being. It's really fun. Also, Venus is a very creative sign. And so so is Pisces so you might be exploring your creative side as well that could be anything from like listening to new music making playlists I don't know making some type of art vision boards you know whatever your vibe is yeah I actually wanted to mention that since Venus also deals with beauty and fashion that this could also quite literally manifest as you wanting to experiment with your with your style, maybe you get more creative with the way that you put together outfits. If you're into makeup, maybe you get really <laughs> more into makeup, using it as more of a creative vehicle for expression rather than just something that you do kind of every day. There's also this sort of feeling as though like you can really escape through the arts and find a sense of peace and tranquility and almost like healing through the arts. I know like I I used to be it ew I used to be a dancer. Oh my god, I'm retired. That's depressing to say out loud. But in my in my days as a dancer, pre-retiring, I know that if things were heavy and things weren't feeling good, I would go to the dance studio and just every single one of my problems just would fade away because all I could do was focus on channeling that emotion to something that was creative. You might feel that way about whatever your creative expression is, whether it be painting or whether it be through again, like playlists or with fashion, even like 
photography, Instagram, all of those things. You just might really enjoy it more than usual. One more thing that I did want to mention too about Venus being in Pisces. Venus is really also about like, you know, relationships. We said that and how you relate to others. And Pisces is such an empathetic sign. So you really might be drawn to just connect to others on a very like deep level like this is a time where people are a little bit more open or willing or just really want to have more vulnerable like deep mushy (laughs) type of like connections and conversations so that's definitely something that you can look forward to and Pisces in general too is like a very non-judgmental type of energy so that's a good thing to kind of like add I guess to your relationships whether it's like romantic friendships with your family you know having a good time to just connect and understand others and get closer yeah I don't think we talk enough about how empathy can really help strengthen your emotional intelligence and strengthen your interpersonal relationships again this doesn't always have to mean romantic this could literally even apply in a professional sense like maybe you're a leader who has no empathy for your employees like you're going to be a bad boss if you have no empathy for your employees and you can't empathize with where they're at or where they want to go and what their goals are like again I just want to reiterate that this doesn't always just apply to romantic relationships but if you're someone who has a really hard time seeing through the eyes of somebody else if you have a hard time walking in somebody else's shoes or understanding where they're coming from like maybe take advantage of this energy to really sit with the other person or multiple people that you need to understand better and like actually really listen to them understand what their struggles are why they're feeling the way that they are and you know respect them for where they are and meet them where they're at and work on building up that emotional intelligence but I do want to also mention that it's really important that you do have boundaries with this because sometimes with Venus in Pisces we can see them over romanticize or during this transit we can see people over romanticizing the other person and wanting to help them and to help people is a really beautiful thing but you don't want to just be doing all of this and you know get take advantage of or whatever the situation might be like you got to have boundaries with this and not overextend yourself to the point that you're neglecting yourself so that's my only like major warning about this because empathy and helping others are beautiful things but without the boundaries in place like you don't want to do more harm than good yeah you have to fill your cup first so just to recap all of the things that you can expect with venus and pisces we can expect to see this heightened sense of creativity also we didn't really mention it too much but a deeper connection to your spirituality we'll talk way more about that next week with the jupiter neptune conjunction so star that off you can also experience more empathy romanticizing your life romanticizing just love in general falling in love with love being more sensitive to romance and just dreaming big getting in touch with your creative side 
whatever that means to you. Let's talk about the aspects that occur during Venus in Pisces. The first one happens not until April 18th, but Venus will sextile Uranus. This is a really good day for, again, creative thinking, allowing your your feelings to maybe lead to new creative discoveries and vice versa. This is a really good time to get outside of your comfort zone, whether that is romantically and, you know, creatively. I keep saying creatively, but this is just a very artistic transit. So it's going to come up a lot. But regardless, April 18th is really that day to switch things up, whether it's with your style, your your art, maybe the dates you go on, the music you listen to. That's that's the day. On April 27th, we have Venus conjunct Neptune. And as we know, Neptune is that very dreamy type of energy. Pisces is ruled by Neptune in modern astrology. So this is just kind of bringing out more of those creative dreamy like I don't know types of vibes I did just want to mention that things might be a little bit foggy and confusing so you know if things in your relationships are a little bit unclear or uncertain you know April 27th and the transits might just kind of explain that but overall it is a really good time to still be like empathetic and connecting with others and engaging in your creative side. The next one occurs on April 30th. Venus forms a conjunction to Jupiter. This is really good romantically. But before I talk about that, just also have in the back of your head that April 30th is the solar eclipse in Taurus. And we'll talk about that as we get closer. But like, because Venus conjunct Jupiter, great. Love it. Amazing. Like, let's just talk about it real quick. Like, this is a really big time for grand romantic gestures, really feeling optimistic about love, being very sociable, wanting to, well, also wanting to spend money, to need to throw that in there, wanting to spend money, really wanting to show off your your creative side, show off your style, you know, show off the people that you love, just be very big and bold in the romance and creative department. And like, that sounds amazing. And it is amazing. But also have in the back of your mind that that day is the the solar eclipse in Taurus. And like I said, we'll talk about that closer. But I know that people tend to write notes. And I, I just want you to also know that that's happening the same day in case you're trying to plan something. On May 1st, Venus will be sextile Pluto, and this is really adding to the depth of our relationships. As you know, Pluto is a very like intense, almost like transformative energy, but we do have a positive aspect here, so that's kind of allowing us, again, to have that more deep connection with the people that we are connecting with, whether, again, it's in a relationship or friendships or in your family. Another thing that's just like kind of worth mentioning is that it might be more towards like healing types of vibes or wanting to just kind of understand the situation between you and someone else a little bit more because Pluto is kind of about that search for meaning. So you might find yourself kind of like wondering, okay, like what is this? What's going on here? Like, I kind of want to know more. I want to know more about what's going on in your head and kind of like having 
those conversations that can be a little bit more tough or a little bit more difficult. But again, because we have the positive aspect, it's really helping us to go in that direction. Now to switch things up. The next thing that happens this week, Mercury enters Taurus. This happens on April 10th at 10.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And when Mercury enters Taurus, the way that we communicate changes. We talked about this a little bit in the Aries season episode, but like how big of a switch going from Venus in Aquarius to Venus in Pisces is, I think the switch from Mercury in Aries to Mercury in Taurus is literally like slamming on the brakes because previously with Mercury in Aries, our minds were moving very quickly. We were thinking on our feet. We were being a little bit more blunt, following our passions, really initiating things, and again, just getting things started. Once Mercury enters Taurus, we really slow down and take a much more practical approach. I always reference the lovely gardening reference that I always have, which is actually real because I did garden with the astrology last, no, in 2020. Oh my God, so long ago. But Aries energy is like planting the seed and then that slow growth, building the roots, getting yourself situated into the soil is the Taurus energy. You're going to find that your approach to literally everything is much more slow methodical, making sure that you are grounded into the soil, that your roots are firmly planted before you really go out there into the world and make bigger decisions. So if you find that moving forward, you feel like I I hate the boring stigma that comes along with this, but if you feel that things are a little bit more boring, that things are really just, you know, slowing down, literally... That's to be blamed on Mercury and Taurus, but I do think that this energy does bring some good things. It brings us patience. It allows us to get to the end result at a more thorough, you know, thorough manner. One where you're not burning yourself out crossing that finish line and the opportunity to really make sure that your your feet are planted down on, on down on the earth. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because Aries energy is like a sprint and you're just going all in 100%, but you know, if you do that for too long, that's when we risk burning out. So with Mercury being in Taurus, it's more of that like marathon thinking about the long term like taking small steps every single day to work on your goals and get to where you want to be or whatever, you know, the thing is. I do want to mention that Taurus energy is a little bit stubborn. I know that people say that being stubborn is a bad thing, but it is good if you think about it in the sense that like you're really stubborn while you're working on something that you want to like achieve. So it's like not giving up, being resilient, having the patience to keep going and to keep doing the things that 
you know, are going to make you feel good so that you're not risking burning out and you're able to consistently work on something for like a longer period of time. So if you feel like Aries energy and Aries season is a lot, well, we have now Mercury and Taurus kind of balancing out that right now we need to do it right now type of energy and to be a little bit more calm and practical and grounded. Yeah, think of this too as also like enjoying delayed gratification. But going off the stubborn thing, because Kara and I both have Taurus placements, so we're no strangers to this, but sometimes it also is just that you have really good boundaries and you're not budging on those boundaries. So if you're someone who has been slipping up with your boundaries, you know, maybe you said yes to things you really wanted to say no to. Maybe you've let a few things slide and you're not really putting the the firm answer down. Mercury and Taurus can be a good opportunity to really get, again, just firm with those boundaries, making sure that you're saying no when you want to say no. You're not doing things that are going to make you uncomfortable. Like comfort is a priority with Mercury and Taurus. This is all about kind of enjoying the 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 comforts of life making sure that you feel well also choose Taurus deals with the senses that all your senses are catered to that the room is the right temperature you want it to be in that you've done your skincare in the morning and that you're wearing the clothes that you feel comfortable in like prioritizing that making sure there's enough money in the bank before you go out like that's the priority right now but finances in general could also be more of a priority than usual during Mercury's time in Taurus if you find that you're much more budget friendly or if you're really starting to think about what your long-term financial goals even your short-term financial goals are that's something that you're probably considering and you should take advantage of the energy to really come up with some stable plan to tackle your whatever financial goals you have or struggles you're dealing with and you know get it done let's talk about the aspects that occur during mercury and taurus the first one happens on april 17th mercury will form a sextile to venus this is really good for well we keep talking about creative thinking but creative thinking this is really good for also being more social speaking with others getting along with others just talking with other people, whether that is with friends, you know, in the office, wherever you find yourself <laughs> dealing with people, good conversation can can be flowing and it's easier to, you know, appreciate the beauty of life and the beauty within others. And then on April 18th, we have Mercury conjunct Uranus. And this one is really exciting because, you know, Uranus is that energy that comes and changes things up. So Mercury dealing with our thinking and the way that we're communicating, it's a really good time to kind of switch things up, think outside the box, try something new. I also wouldn't be surprised if things happen on social media around this time or yeah, I'll just leave it at that kind of generally because you never know. Mercury, again, communication. Uranus sometimes deals with technology, so there might be some things going on there. On April 24th, quite a few things happen. The first one... <laughs> that happens during 
this loaded day for some reason mercury's on a journey on april 24th mercury forms a conjunction to the north node this can give you some really deep insight on what you think your purpose is what you think you need to be working on what direction you need to head in if you have these realizations of like where is my life going what do i need to do like suddenly you have the answer it's like wow my aha moment i know what i'm supposed to do right now i know what my purpose is or whatever it might be that's a nice realization and that could be on a personal level but also too like I would not be surprised if there's something happening on the global scale where we're realizing what direction we as a society are are heading in. I know me and Kara were just talking a lot about you know like cryptocurrency and how that's being integrated into the world and you know like tech and the great resignation and all of that stuff is is a popular topic always but Loki would not be surprised if some some of that stuff comes up on April 24th on that same day April 24th we also have Mercury square Saturn and you know, squares to Saturn are a little bit more difficult because it brings that more tense energy. So while, you know, you really want to be on track with Mercury and Taurus, the square to Saturn can kind of bring about some difficulties. It might feel like it's, I don't know, hard to do uh, what you want to do or you feel like there's things that are kind of like holding you back in a way. And it's really interesting too because, you know, there is that conjunction to the North Node that Jay was just talking about a second ago. So it's like, okay, I know what I want to do. And then there's like that voice in your head and that voice of Saturn being like, are you sure? Like, like, are you sure? You know, like that more like practical, like – cautious type of energy you know Saturn we used to say is that like old man (laughs) the zodiac like he's very wise and he's like okay this is very different like are are you sure about this and yeah there's even more (laughs) going on too yeah the the last thing happening during the loaded day of April 24th is Mercury sextile Neptune this is some spiritual vibes so Again, if you're either thinking about your purpose this day, but also feeling like you shouldn't achieve that, whatever that goal is, Mercury sextile Neptune can also have you feeling more optimistic about your future, envisioning your future, getting really big into that big picture dreaming. Again, think of the visualization aspects that go behind manifestation and the law of attraction. That type of mentality can be really prevalent during this time also too again we keep talking about creative thinking new creative solutions can come up with mercury sextile neptune but the biggest thing with this is more so this sense of purpose in a spiritual way where you feel it's easier to connect to your spiritual side your higher self and visualize what you are looking to accomplish and who you want to be in the world and things along those lines Yeah, one last thought, just because the North Node is also like a very spiritual type of energy, it is kind of like you... You have like a realization or a knowing. It could either it could also be like an inner knowing where you're like, okay, this is what I need to do. And then again, that square to Saturn is like a little bit, what's the word? Like cautious or like not sure. Or it might be a difficult decision to make for whatever reason. So yeah, there's just like a lot going on. It might not be 
you know, that dramatic for everyone. Obviously, your whole chart matters, but just wanted to throw it out there. The next thing that happens is on April 27th, Mercury forms a sextile to Jupiter. This is really good for exploring new ideas, learning new things, expanding your mind. So whether that be reading about philosophy or diving into some higher ed type topics or learning a new skill or even just even learning a new language whatever can help you expand your mind take advantage of April 27th to really just dive into whatever it is that you're looking to learn more about and explore there is a lot of potential too for optimistic thinking and with that being said could also come some risk taking but for the most part it's mostly going to be this sense of optimism that things are going to get better, you're feeling a little bit more confident, and you're more willing to expand your mind and learn new things. Yeah, and then once you're done exploring, a day later, on April 28th, we have Mercury trying Pluto. So naturally, just like how Pluto is, you're going to want to dive a lot deeper into those topics or things that you were just exploring. When Pluto and Mercury are together, it's very much about like investigating or like researching and just finding out all the things that there is to know about something. So, you know, you might be just really wanting to learn something new or learn more about some things that you're interested in. And again, it is a more like healing type of energy as well it's a good time to still be connecting and understanding others and you might find too that the things that you're exploring whether it's you know from podcasts or books that you're listening to the day before or even just things that you learn from other people can kind of transform the way that you go about things or are thinking about things well that's a wrap on this week venus and pisces mercury and taurus next week is fully loaded like very fully loaded we have the jupiter neptune conjunction that that beauty only happens every 13 years so rare moment there there's a full moon in libra mars enters pisces a lot going on so you're definitely going to want to check out next week's episode because if you don't you'll miss out on knowing about this rare thing that happens only once every 13 years so with that being said stick around for next week's episode and we'll navigate you through a very hectic week in astrology but to stay in the loop with us as things unfold as we wrap up Aries season make sure that you're following us on social media we are on Instagram Twitter and TikTok at BLME the stars we're also on YouTube too if you prefer to listen and read at the same time with captions just search blame it on the stars and or blame it on the stars podcast and we show up on youtube but anyways that's all for now and we'll see you all next monday